Good afternoon. This is All India Radio and I am Abhishek Mukhopadhyay with the Midday News. The headlines. Home Minister Amit Shah says Jharkhand is progressing to become free from the menace of nationalism. A Jammu and Kashmir Block Development Council elections to be completed by the end of October. Center gives approval for initiating work of writing the history of the country's borders. Saudi Arabia joined United States-led coalition for securing the Mideast's waterways after attack on its crucial oil installations. And in sports, India to take on South Africa in the second T20 cricket match at Mohali this evening. And Finesh Poghat becomes first Indian wrestler to qualify for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. BJP President and Home Minister Amit Shah has said that Jharkhand is progressing to become free from the menace of nationalism. He attributed the change to the developmental works done by the BJP governments at the centre and state. Flagging off Johar Jan Ashirwad Yatra from Jamtara, Mr. Shah listed out series of welfare works done by the Narendra Modi government and Raghavar Das regime and urged people to give another chance to the BJP in the upcoming assembly elections. He said 1.26 crore Jandhan accounts have been opened, electricity has been provided to 20 lakh households and free LPG connections given to 29 lakh tribals in the state in the last five years. The Home Minister said 4.5 lakh poor people got their own homes and 70 Ekalavya model residential schools have been opened in the state to provide quality education to tribal children. External Affairs Mr. S. J. Shankar said India has a unique challenge from one neighbor and it would remain a challenge until the neighbor starts acting normally and acts against cross-border terrorism. Mr. Jay Shankar also made it clear that with Pakistan, the issue is not Article 370, but cross-border terrorism, and the first thing that has to come to the table for any talks with Pakistan has to be the terrorism issue. He was briefing media in Delhi on the first 100 days of his ministry. The External Affairs Minister reiterated that Pakistan-occupied Kashmir POK is part of India, and New Delhi expects to have physical jurisdiction over it one day. Position of POK is, has always been, and will always be very clear. POK is part of India, and you know, expect one day that we will have a physical jurisdiction over it. The minister said there is no need to worry about what people will say on abrogation of Article 370 from Jammu and Kashmir, as it is India's internal issue on which its position has prevailed and will prevail. Talking about performance of the ministry in the first 100 days, he said, one of the key achievements of the government in this period has been a strong connection between national security and foreign policy goals. In Jammu and Kashmir, the process of holding the Block Development Council BDC elections will be completed by the end of October 2019. This was revealed in a meeting convened by Chief Secretary BVR Subramaniam last evening with Deputy Commissioners of Kashmir, Jammu and Ladakh Divisions. During the meeting, the Chief Secretary reviewed the preparations for the upcoming Block Development Council BDC elections, 
implementation of back-to-village program, availability of essential commodities, winter stocking and the status of major developmental projects and apple procurement, etc. He asked the Deputy Commissioners to gear up for the upcoming BDC elections for which preparatory work has already begun and the necessary notification relating to the schedule of the elections will be issued shortly. The Chief Secretary stressed on the DCs to make efficient use of the grants of 5 crore rupees released for each district for implementation of back-to-village program. Meanwhile, Jammu and Kashmir Director General of Police Dilbag Singh during his visit to Kishtwar has said that elements across the border are continuously attempting to form in trouble in Jammu and Kashmir. However, he said that our forces are capable enough to deal with any challenge, adding that the graph of terrorist activities in the state are decreasing on each passing day with continuous efforts and sacrifices of police and security forces. Jammu and Kashmir National Conference has strongly condemned the arrest of National Conference President and former JNK Chief Minister Dr. Farooq Abdullah under Public Safety Act PSA. The party has described his detention under PSA as a repressive act and assault on the democratic polity and ethos of the largest democracy of the world. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh has given approval for initiating work of writing the history of the country's borders. The minister held a meeting yesterday with eminent personalities of Indian Council of Historical Research, officials of the Nehru Memorial Museum and Library, Directorate General of Archives, Ministry of Home Affairs, Ministry of External Affairs and Ministry of Defence. The work will cover various aspects of borders, including tracing its making, unmaking and shifting of borders, role of security forces and socio-economic aspects of their lives. The project is expected to be completed within two years. Mr. Singh emphasized the importance of writing history of Indian borders, reiterating that it would provide better understanding of the borders to the public in general and officials in particular. Supreme Court today said parties to the Ram Janmabhumi Babri Masjid land dispute case can amicably resolve the matter through mediation if they want. The court also said that it wants day-to-day -day hearings in the case to be concluded by 18th of October this year. A five-judge constitution bench headed by Chief Justice Ranjan Gogoi said that day-to-day -day proceedings in the matter will continue as its hearing has reached an advanced stage. It, however, said the mediation process under the chairmanship of former Apex Court Judge F.M.I. Khalifullah can still continue and proceedings before it will remain confidential. Meanwhile, the Apex Court today expressed concern over people dying during manual scavenging and sewage cleaning in India, saying nowhere in the world people are sent to such gas chambers to die. While making a scathing observations, the Apex Court said, though more than 70 years have passed since independence, caste discrimination still persists in the country. Union Minister for Housing and Urban Affairs, Hardip Singh Puri, has said that a paradigm shift is required in urban planning, which places sustainability at the core of development. Mr. Puri was speaking at the inaugural session of a national seminar on emerging trends in public architecture in New Delhi today. The traditional brick-and-mortar buildings hai, they account for 40% of the toxicity or carbon emissions. So, what we building make they have to be anchored in sustainable and ecologically friendly. Talking about the marvellous architecture works by the Central Public Works Department, CPWD, the Minister said from providing building office space for both the central and state governments to providing housing for the government employees, CPWD has been the nation's go-to organisation. 
This is All India Radio giving you the news for quick news updates around the clock. Follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. Saudi Arabia today said that it has joined the United States-led coalition to secure the Mideast's waterways amid threats from Iran after an attack targeting its crucial oil installations. The kingdom's decision to enter the international maritime security construct came ahead of a planned visit by U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Saudi officials separately planned to share information about the weapons used to attack on Saudi oil field and the world's largest crude oil processing plant on Saturday. Yemen's Iranian-backed Houthi rebels have claimed the attack by the U.S. and Saudi Arabia say they suspect Iran carried out the assault. Israel's ruling Likud party and its main rival Blue and White party are tied at 32 seats each putting the country's longest serving Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on a shaking ground with his right-wing bloc falling five short of a majority in the 120-member parliament. According to the Times of Israel, Netanyahu called the snap elections after failing to form a governing coalition with a viable majority after April's vote. Back home in Uttar Pradesh, Med Department has predicted heavy rain in central and eastern parts of the state in the next 24 hours. More from a correspondent. Many parts of the state are witnessing heavy rain from last evening. Situation continues to remain serious in low-lying areas close to Ganga, Yamuna, Chambal and Ghagra rivers in many districts. Teams of NDRF and SDRF have been pushed for relief and rescue work. Hundreds of people have taken shelter in relief camps and many villages are marooned in various districts. Schools are closed in Chitrakoot, in Priyagraj also. All schools in range of 5 kilometers from Ganga and Yamuna rivers are closed till 21st September. Both rivers are flowing above danger mark Sushil Chandratiwari AIR News Lucknow In Madhya Pradesh due to incessant rains many rivers are in state crops have been completely damaged in Malwa Nimar region a report Along with Chambal and Bhinde district, now Sindh River is also in spread. There has been a flood situation in more than half a dozen villages around the Sindh River. At the same time, 150 villages have been flooded due to Chambal River. The district administration has rescued about 1500 people from villages situated on the bank of Chambal. The SP Bhinde informed that the situation would be normal only after the releasing of water is stopped from Kota Barrage. Sanjeev Sharma, AIR News, Bhopal. In cricket, India will be up against South Africa in the second T20 international of the three-match series in Mohali this evening. The match will begin at 7 p.m. All India Radio will broadcast live commentary on the game alternately in Hindi and English from 6.30 p.m. The opening game of India's home season was washed out in Dharamshala on Sunday after heavy downpour. The third and last match of the T20 series will be played at Bengaluru on Sunday. India star wrestler Vinesh Fogart qualified for the 2020 Olympics after beating fancied American Sarah Hildebrand in the World Championships in Nur Sultan, Kazakhstan today. She scored an impressive 8-2 win of a World Championship silver medalist to secure her place at the Tokyo Games. Vinesh will wrestle in the bronze medal bout against Maria Pervolaraki of Germany later today. Reigning world champion P.V. Sindhu today sailed into the pre-quarterfinals with a convincing win over former Olympic gold medalist Li Shui Rui in the China Open Super 1000 tournament in Changzhou, China. India's top shuttler beat Li Shui Rui in just 34 minutes of action. Earlier, Saina Nehwal crashed out of the tournament after being defeated by Thailand's Busanan Ong Bam Rung Fan in the women's singles opening round. 
In Arunachal Pradesh, Air Officer Commanding-in-Chief Eastern Air Command, Air Marshal R.D. Mathur and General Officer Commanding-in-Chief Eastern Command jointly inaugurated the resurface runway at Vijayanagar Advanced Landing Ground in Changlang District today. This has re-established the military transport aircraft connectivity at this easternmost hamlet of India. A report. A defense release states that the repair of the runway at Vijayanagar, which was coordinated by Air Force Station Jorhat, was a challenging task. There being no road connectivity, all the load had to be airlifted by helicopters. The movement of large transport aircraft to and from this strategically important airstrip will act as a catalyst for the development of the area and facilitate movement of the locals. The airfield is important not only for the local administration in extending their reach to the residents of this remote area, but also crucial from a strategic point of view. The ALG assumes importance as it borders Myanmar and China. The landing ground will assist in effective management of the borders and will facilitate launch of joint operations by the Indian Army and Air Force. With Rakesh Dole's report from Itanagar, Anuja Bhardwajan, AIR News. Today is World Bamboo Day. The day is observed every year on 18th of September by the World Bamboo Organization to generate awareness about conserving and promoting the bamboo industry. Known as poor man's timber, bamboo is omnipresent in tribal cultures and community living. From artifacts to sustainable architecture, bamboo remains a favorite as it's fast to grow, low on maintenance and has versatile potential. To address forward integration, the mission is taking steps to strengthen marketing of bamboo products, especially those of hand, handicraft items. India is the world's second largest cultivator of bamboo after China with over 130 species. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Home Minister Amit Shah says Jharkhand is progressing to become free from the menace of naturalism. In Jammu and Kashmir, Block Development Council elections to be completed by the end of October. Center gives approval for initiating work of writing the history of the country's borders. Saudi Arabia joined United States-led coalition for securing the Mideast's waterways after attack on its crucial oil installations. And in sports, India to take on South Africa in the second T20 cricket match at Mohali this evening. And Vinesh Fogat becomes first Indian wrestler to qualify for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. And for details of these stories and more, log on to our website www.newsonair.com And with that we end the Mid-Day News.